Welcome, welcome to 561 Music. My name's Ben. And I'm Hector. And how are you doing, Hector? I'm doing so good. No, I don't know. I'm just doing good today. <laughs> you know, it seems like it, man. It seems like you're in a good mood. Um, yeah, I mean, it's been a, well, I mean, a couple of bad days, but it's been a good week overall. So Nice. Yeah, yeah, works good. Everything's good. So in case anyone's curious, I am experimenting with the titles of the videos. So if you think they're stupid, let me know. <laughs> I'm just trying to uh, see if we can garner some more views by... By putting kind of uh, over the top titles on the on the episodes, trying to play the uh, the YouTube algorithm game. Exactly. So. Yeah. So yeah. L- let me know if it, if it's daft and it's really turning you off. But I'm just experimenting a little bit, um, and uh, you're going to make like a, a slightly different logo for it too, aren't you? Yeah, slightly slightly different logo, so it pops a little bit more. And um, I think we're on the thumbnails for each one. We're going to change fonts and stuff like that a little bit, just trying to make it a little more legible, a little more jumping out at you. Yeah, totally. So so what did we do this weekend? Where were we? I can't remember. We played on Friday. We were at... Saturday we were at Carson's Town. Twisted Trunk on Friday. Oh, yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so it's that whole halfway to St. Patrick's Day thing, which is... It's dark. It's like a made-up holiday, but it but it's fun. It's though. a reason for people to drink. Yeah, exactly. You know, like they don't need a reason, but they they probably sleep better at night knowing that they had a reason. You know? Yeah, and I guess any way that bars can get another crack at the whip. Yeah, 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 people yeah. Out. yeah. And it's and we're slightly out of season right now, still. So I, it was just a way for them to get people and their bodies in there. So yeah, and and it worked because both of the gigs were killer. <clears throat> yeah, and Car- yeah, Carson's was, was ridiculous, man. Yeah. Carson's was packed. Yeah, my father-in-law um, Peter, he he. he said to me when we were there like for some reason we play the best at Carson's and I think he's right honestly yeah. like we always fun. have a good show there. it's always just so like inviting and we're just relaxed there I don't yeah. know it's just a good time there no absolutely and um, Carson's a good fella and you know shout out like yeah. um, if anyone's looking for a place to go and watch good music the funny thing is it's not set up for music particularly <laughs> like at all no. but it just works yeah. I don't know the, yeah. it's something about the clientele they're just nice yeah we just know? slide some tables over and do our thing. Yeah, exactly. Well, we have Shanice and Katie from the Little Things Duo with us today. How's it going, guys? Hello. It's going. Doing very well. <laughs> nice. You know, it's been a weird week, but, you know, we're, we're trucking on. <laughs> so I think we first met at Victoria's wedding, didn't we? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yes. Yeah, so Victoria Lee, for um, anyone who, who doesn't know who she is, she's a great um, local um, singer and guitarist and looper, and she's really, really good. Just she's a generally really great person. Yeah. 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 Love yes. her. Yeah. Absolutely. I've known her for a really, really long time. She um, used to come and watch Kilbilly shows right when we started, you know, the first couple of years, back like 2012, 2013. Oh, yeah. Didn't she come She came up with you guys and did a, a tune or two? Yeah, right? yeah, that's right, yeah. Because we always used to do Save Tonight with her back in the day. She'd yeah. get up and Aww. do it. And it was you, before she was gigging, though, wasn't it? Like, she got up a couple times with you guys or something? It was right around the time she was starting. Gigging. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I don't know if you guys know, but I play drums for her now. Oh, wow. Yeah. I didn't know. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, me and Jeff, he's on bass, I'm on the drums. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah. He's nice. great, man. He's got all sorts of uh, interesting stuff going on. I went around his house to look at um, some studio gear the other day. I believe that. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah, totally, yeah. Believe, I totally that. believe that. For all your gear needs, go to Jeff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. And any time I post about any kind of gear, like, oh, I'm thinking about this fuzz pedal, and da, 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 he goes, he goes, just stop buying stuff. Just come around my house. I've got everything. <laughs> yeah. It's truly true. And, yeah. he, and he do. He do have everything. <laughs> yeah. So I ended up buying a, an ART um, outboard, like, channel strip and compressor thing off him, and just an, a, another compressor thing. And... Uh, 
And an, I got three compressed up. <laughs> but uh, he has like tracks. very specific things gear wise too. Like if you're looking for like a pedal, he has that. If you're looking for a compressor or a certain brand, he has that. It's yeah. like or a cable insane. that's eighth inch to RCA. He's like, I got you. Yeah, totally, <laughs> like okay, yeah. Jeff. Okay. Yeah, totally. I, 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 he was one of those people who I've known him for a long time on social media, but hadn't really hung out with him. And so it was nice to just go around there and shoot the shit. It's cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's cool, Good to know. But we did meet at Victoria's wedding, which is kind of weird, funny timing, because we had just seen Killbillies at Walking Tree like a month prior. Right. And I was like, these guys are cool. These guys are really talented. I, think I heard your name. We had heard you about you guys before and definitely had heard you before. But I don't think that we ever connected yeah. that it was you guys. And gotcha. then we played, we were on the That's same fun. bill for the wedding. Yeah. And then it was yeah. like, I think we played right after you, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah you did. Yeah. I remember seeing you guys just standing there, you know, looking at us. <laughs> we and were I was like, like, they hit us. They, they hit, hit us. us. No, <laughs> they like, get off the stage. It and was then, like the opposite. But yeah. it, and as soon as we got off stage, you guys were like, you girls are great. Let's hang out. And we're like, cool. <laughs> we're yeah, friends yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. And we ended up um, collaborating on a tune and yeah. stuff like that. So, so yeah, you guys are. Had us like sent us the logic folder for um for a Britney tune and um and we were just stoked you know we we, we recorded it over at James's house and then um I think we're gonna do some harmonies on it like pretty soon too so, yeah. Yeah. I can't wait soon to be released yes yeah. it's it's on on the horizon excellent man um so tell us a little bit about how you grew up in terms of music and um, like were your parents supportive like did you end up having lessons and stuff like that let's just go around so Shanice can you tell us a little bit about your kind of upbringing yeah sure <laughs> mine is fun um, I, I'm not born in this country so I if you can imagine immigrant parents want you to be a doctor or a lawyer yeah, or yeah. things like that so I was in on track to go to medical school for a very long time. Oh wow! Um, and then I met her, and I was like, No, 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 <laughs> yeah. no, no, no. And then Katie was like, Quit your life and do music. No. Um, but basically, what happened? I don't know anybody in my family who is musical, um, and so I think I I don't know, but I think I'm the only one that's living that we know of that is a musician. Oh, we have like lots of like DJs and here and there, but not anybody who actually like sings or plays anything. Right. Um, and so when we moved from Trinidad to the States, um, How old were you when you moved here? I was 11, okay. so I'm 32 now, so that was a while ago, but mm -hmm. I didn't know, we didn't have extracurricular anything in Trinidad. Right. So here, they stuck us in, we moved to New York, and they stuck me in a piano, like a beginner piano class. Right. And so I started learning that, and then when we moved to Florida, everybody had already chosen their instruments in middle school for band in, you know high school and whatnot, so I was going into eighth grade, and they just kind of stuck me in percussion. Right, okay. And so I went. I would get to school early, and my band teacher was very kind, and he would teach me how to read and play and stuff early in the morning. And Oh, nice. I just kind of always been an overachiever, you know? Like, if I'm going to do something, I'm just going to, like, try to do it to the best of my ability. Yeah, So excellent. by the time high school came around, you know, I was, like, drum captain, and I was on the drum line and the whole big thing, but that's how were, it all started. But was, her parents were not very pleased with my her. My parents were not very pleased. It was... I mean, honestly, up until, what, this year, you know, it's been a fight constantly because yeah. they can't understand why I would choose music over everything else. Well, this is all that we do, you know, I don't work. Yeah. But then her mom came to a gig a couple months ago and was like, <gasps> yeah. and like I, mean, and I told in you. In her defense, we've come a long way, you know, we've been doing yeah. this for 10 years. So yeah. it's been. We well, are very good. Thank yeah. you. But it's really gotten to where it is now in the past maybe year or year and a half. So my mom's finally heard this like version of us that she's like 
able to support. You know what I mean? No, I get that. I mean, it's tough, I think. When, when I was growing up, I was just so single-minded ever since I was a very, very young boy. So I feel like it's never really been that much of a shock for them. But I suppose if, you, if, if you'd been kind of tried to sort of like shepherd it into this medical yeah. career yeah, and, yeah. and then kind of did a bit of a 180, they might have been like, I can see how they would have you know, been surprised. Yeah. But, yeah, and I also get that thing with, you know, you're talking about the immigrant parents, like um, it, they sort of see it as like the land of opportunity in, se- in the sense of like, you know, you can make a ton of money, basically. Right, yeah. it's very money-based, and I am wholeheartedly through and through not very money-based. Yeah, <laughs> Hence, yeah. I'm a musician for a living. <laughs> yeah, you have, to kind of, you have to not care yeah. about money. Can't, I, can't am, I am a much more of, like, experience and life and happiness, and that's the things that I strive for. So, you know, you know, sometimes it's, like, paycheck to paycheck, but I feel like we can all relate to that. As, yeah, well. as yeah, the kids so. say, YOLO. <laughs> I don't know if the kids say that anymore. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. I have kids, so I don't know. I'm just making it up. You're just not sounding cool right now. <laughs> you know, not all musicians are cool, kids. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um, yeah, so, all right. And did you, you had like drumming lessons and stuff then from your teacher in there. Did you have any other kind of instrumental lessons at any point? Like, did you ever, like, how did you learn how to play the ukulele? Katie, I, oh. uh, I, went through like a bunch of stuff as a kid and I think I never really properly dealt with it and I, we were talking about just anxiety earlier I am like a huge sufferer of like big big anxiety well you're in the right place and I think we can all agree we're, at, we're in a safe space <laughs> I feel safe. Yeah. but I, I one day we were living in New Orleans and one day I just woke up and Oh, no, we were, she was doing my makeup. She was putting, like, eyeliner on my face. And I just had, like, a full-blown panic attack. Yeah. And I just went to bed and didn't wake back up, I think, mentally or physically for, like, a year and a half or two oh, years. Oh, wow. And mm-hmm. she used ukulele at, as a point of distraction. She was having right. a really hard time. And I was like, don't be sad. Look at this. Look, look, here, touch this. So she play was this. like, <laughs> learn, yeah, you know, yeah. lure me out of bed and teach me how to play, like, simple chords. And it, it worked. It distracted me. And one day... It's actually how the little thing started. Yeah. Because right. we were practicing the three chords that she knew. And we were singing together. But she also wasn't really comfortable singing. And she was singing. literally like, just let's just go on the front stoop and sit down. Because I hadn't been outside. When I told you, I was just down and out and she's like go let's go sit down outside on the front stoop and just play you know we and lived our on... roommate at the time was emptying out his truck we were on a busy new orleans street we you know there's bikers going down so i'm just immediately like no right. <laughs> i don't want to do that she's like come on so we went down there and, and she taught me you know we played through the one song or maybe one and a half songs that i knew and yeah, the rest is history. Someone, wow. it, we lived on Royal Street in the quarter, so we were in a yeah. good spot for it. Yeah. Someone went to tip us, and they're like, oh, where's the tip bucket? And we were like, excuse, excuse me? me? Yeah. Tip yeah. bucket. Yeah. And I was like, thank you very much. Uh, and then, cool. then the next day, we're like, let's go out on purpose. We made $11. And I was like, we're rich. We're rich. <laughs> That's $11 I ever made in my I, life. I really want to talk about busking because I've done a huge amount of it. But um, before we do that, could, how did you find yourself getting into music, Kate? What was the journey with you when you were young? Well, my parents are both musicians. My parents had a band growing up, which is always fun in school. They're like, what do your parents do for a living? And I'm like, they're in a band. They're like, well, how do they pay the bills? And I'm like, they're in a band. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm eight, so I don't understand how it works. But yeah, they kind of had the, like the opposite in, in this sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They secretly rob banks. Yeah, <laughs> and like I wanted to be a vet really don't badly until I realized I had to cut open animals, and I was like, can't do it. I don't yeah. want to do it. Anymore. I just wanted to pet them. Yeah. I just wanted to hang out with dogs. Really. 
Um, my dad tried to get me to play guitar and tried to teach me, and I was like, no. <laughs> and then in high school, I just picked up ukulele kind of just as a joke. I don't know. Yeah, it yeah. seemed silly, and I couldn't play guitar. I was like, I get why they call it the F chord now, and I hate this. Yeah, so yeah. let me do something easier, and I picked up ukulele. And then... Uh, and you were kind of like that annoying kid with the ukulele everywhere I was that annoying that kid with the ukulele. That was me. Hey. I was the annoying kid with the ukulele. It's with one and the same here. Hey. And uh, yeah, no, so I would like bring it to school and stuff. And it was, it was just me and my friend. We would play and we're like, we're going to move to New York City one day. And then as friends do in high school, we stopped talking. And uh, then I met Shanice and we moved to New Orleans and... The rest is sort of history. But my parents cool. were obviously very supportive, and yeah, they yeah. loved it because they knew exactly what to get me I know, for Christmas they, and birthdays. They get yeah. us, to this day, they'll, like, <laughs> you know, upgrade our, like, speakers or get us, get like, us a new, new PA mic cables. Or, oh, you know, they get us, cool. like, stuff for our show, which is fantastic. So you'll appreciate this and have a bit of a laugh about it. The uh, I was so much the annoying ukulele kid that um, one time I went to a party, and I was playing ukulele in Derrida, and then... Um, <laughs> I went out of the room, left it on the side, and I came back. Someone had snapped it in half and <gasps> hung it from the ceiling. No! <laughs> yeah, what yeah. in the hell? They were so sick of you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They'd, like, made, like, they'd, they'd made such a big deal out of breaking it. They oh snapped it in half and then hung it in the middle of the room like, just to be like, fuck you. No. I kind of have, yeah, have, like, a little counter for this, <laughs> and then we can move on. But when we first started busking in New Orleans, we, uh, <laughs> yeah. we, were, we would play this one spot on the brick wall down Royal Street. And we played the same four songs because that's what we knew at the time. And I was finally, like, feeling like a person again and wanting to be outside. And we did this by the uh, advice of our friend who is, like, a 60-year-old man who is a magician. He's a street performer. And he's, like, what he does is the same magic show. And then and then it ends and he does it again. So he's, like, do the same four songs on he's repeat. Like, you know, just go start. And you know what you're doing. So yeah. just And we're, like great idea so we're yeah. playing along one day we're there we're playing and it's a great day everybody's tipping us and then this guy that lives in the building across from us comes down gives us a 10 and he's like i will literally pay you if you to sing anything else yeah we have more in common than you think yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, okay i just got to jump in on that one because yeah. the exact same thing happened <laughs> to me and so this I, I used to busk in this um area in uh manchester called saint anne square which is this i used to live in manchester in england and there's this uh um big statue kind of thing uh, like a war memorial or something like that and we used to sit on the on, on the the kind of steps up to the plinth and busk there. It's always a great backdrop that because it's mm-hmm. just, you right. know, and, great for um, photos. Yeah, yeah. And we used to do. We used to make quite a lot of money. It was the only. It was how I was making money at that time. I did it with two other guys, and um, it was it was me. And then this, I, I was playing saxophone and singing. Then um, at the we same had, time, that's impressive. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then there was another guy playing keys and singing, and another guy playing guitar and singing. And so we used to do all this three part harmony stuff, and. Um, we didn't. We weren't four songs, but we were like, we were like seven or eight good ones. Right. That's about all we had. Um, and uh, there, there was a, there was a job agency up in the uh, on like the third floor. There was a square just surrounded by these these uh, right. walls of, of offices. Yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, they came down one time and said, "Listen, we're a job agency." Um, come upstairs and fill out a form because I just cannot bear to listen to you play those songs anymore. We will employ you. We will be happy to employ you. I will give you a job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on the opposite end of that. 
I, I was the guy asking somebody to like Stop play, playing. play something else. Oh, I hate no. to admit that, but I was I was at a uh, I do chalk art and I was that's at a why you've been so quiet. Yeah. <laughs> I was at a festival and I mean you know I'm there like nine ten hours or whatever in one spot chalking. Yeah, this kid it was a festival so there was a big crowd and this this kid came over and he set a little keyboard up with a little a little whatever amp and stuff and. Um, he probably played like the same three or four songs. Oof. He played like an Elton John song and like a Billy Joel song, like, you know, just piano songs. And he played like the same like three or four songs. And after about four hours, I'm like, bro, I will give you like 50 bucks if you just stop playing Billy Joel songs. Like, I, <laughs> can't, I can't anymore. You know? yeah, to be yeah, fair, yeah. I totally understood. I was yeah. never offended. I was like, yeah, I will move, you know. No, I, I already felt like some type of way about it. Well, the know? problem is you know, you get to the point. You're there to make money, right? And you get to the point where you know the money This shops, is going to you know make money. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's the thing about busking shows is you just you know what's going to work. Once you figure yeah. that out, it's trial and error. And once you figure out this is the formula... That's what you stick with. And if I it ain't broke, don't fix it, right? A little while back when people were still buying CDs. I was doing this 20 years ago. And um, we used to burn our own CDs yeah. and, and sling them for 10 bucks. And mm-hmm. you knew as soon as someone was walking towards you, you knew you had them. Yeah. You know, that was it. You there can see no, the look. Yeah. There's no way at that point that they're not leaving without a CD. And that was how much, that's how we made like sort of 60-70% of the money was yeah. the CD because yeah. it's a tenor yeah exactly so it could be they, they might give you a dollar or especially in the UK they're all coins yeah. so it's like it's 50p it's 80p whatever now it's cool because we when you busk in the UK especially in Edinburgh for Fringe you can do the contactless so yeah. they, they just tap. come up and tap their card nice. and it's two pounds three pounds and you can yeah, preset yeah. it you tell them and they're like okay and you don't even have to deal with any cash or coins or anything. Before, totally. Before I forget, speaking of traveling and playing the same songs, I will never forget, we were in New Zealand. I don't remember where we were. We were in like a town somewhere. And we walked up. These people were playing a song. We walked up, heard them, talked for a second, went inside to a coffee shop, ordered our coffee, sat down, drank our coffee, and came out, and they were still playing the same song. Yeah. And it had been like 15 minutes. It was Riptide. Like the exact same it song. It was Riptide by Vance It was, you know, when Riptide came oh, wow. out, everybody was busking it. Everybody was playing yeah, For yeah. like yeah. 12 minutes. Good Lord. Like, my dude, do you not know how the song ends? Yeah, and so yeah. you're just scared. You're 14th like, late. verse, same as the first. <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, like, and it was always the chorus too. It was just the chorus on repeat. And I'm like, my like, dude. I have love yeah. for you because I've lived through this, but any One song <laughs> for 12 minutes. That's I'm a long like, time. That long one time. of the things... I, it was longer the, than that, too. Having the sax there was helpful because... You can kind of riff. Yeah, you can just noodle. You know, you, you can play... The, you can do exactly that. You can just stretch the tune out with yeah. like endless sax solos. And, and, and sax a, is always Hector cool. As Hector knows, he always rolls his eyes when I sound check the sax everyone goes ooh everyone loves the sax you know? every, every time we're like sound checking we're doing stuff or when we're playing a song or whatever as soon as he goes to the, to the <gasps> sax I, I, yeah I could hear the collective sighs of every woman in the room like <gasps> Saxophone. I just, I, when I saw you guys play, I turned to Katie and I was like, maybe we should learn a horn. I'm saying. <laughs> like, seriously. There's, I was like, it's just immediately captivating. And then yeah. you're like standing there because you're like staying, you're interested, you want to hear what's going on. When gonna is do. he going to use yeah. it? When is he going to use it? I feel like I remember a bit of melodica. Was that a thing? Or was that we did it, well, we did it more with Victoria in, the, in that. Victoria band. has right. has is historically known for having melodicas. Yeah. And we did, I think we did a couple. Cover 
online somewhere with a friend who had a melodica. Okay. Yeah. No promises there. Maybe yeah. it happened. We just use pedals because we just use the limbs that we have. I yeah, also, true, I yeah. tried to play melodica and I can't. I don't know. Like <laughs> I can't. I can't do the wind the instruments. Yes. Yeah. There's a there's this cool thing that um a band came on with um a couple of weeks ago that's one of those MIDI saxophones. You know. Oh, like the iwi uh, yeah, 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 exactly. Is yeah. it uwi? Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, it's like vowel W Ubu, vowel. Maybe I don't Ubu. know. Oh, oh, my <laughs> <God>. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that thing. That one's pretty cool. It sounds really cool. We saw a band like years ago in New Orleans, and the opener had one, U- and we walked Ui. in, and we were like. What is that? I know. Yeah. I've been and thinking. I've been thinking of getting one, but then it's we. like it doesn't really gel with like the Kilbillies kind of no, like rustic, right. the organic right. sound that you guys have. Yeah. Well, yeah. we've been I talking agree. about like I. I mean, I played saxophone years ago, and um, so we've been joking around about getting a baritone saxophone. It's, and it's not every, really that much of a joke. Every yeah, it's kind of half not really a joke, but like the idea is I would sometimes switch over to baritone sax instead <gasps> of it. upright and then my I'm like and then blown. maybe people will pay attention to me right yeah, <laughs> first of all people do pay attention wait you're in the, you're in the band too thank you right? I didn't know that you right? were in the band that's too that's what I'm saying I, mean, as I feel, I feel oh, like I remember you. you telling me that you basically got coaxed into playing the stand up bass anyway and I you did. crush it so I mean come yeah, on yeah, yeah. I did get coaxed into it <laughs> we, were t- oh, we were talking about different uh, brass wood mouth Breathe breath instruments. I don't, yeah. know to, I don't know how to speak English anymore. And <laughs> Woodwind. I don't know. Uh, yeah, depending the, the on the instrument. Ones, the but ones. I don't. I don't know how that sounds. But anyways, <laughs> um, and I was listening to a trombone, and yeah. I was like, I feel like tr- I mean, trombone is really cool. Don't get me wrong, yeah. but I feel like it's much sillier than a tuba. Like you know, when you play tuba music, it's like boom, 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 yeah, boom, like kind like, of funny. Tr- that's trombone. Yeah, that was a really oh, good sorry, trombone sound. Yeah. Thank you. I, I feel like. <laughs> That was that was a perfect cue for oh me. My God. That. <laughs> Victoria just got a kazoo with a little trombone. Oh no! <laughs> and it actually yeah, does slide, it. Little slide. Oh, wow. It's so funny. That's awesome. Anyway, yeah, no, I I, I, I try to play trumpet. What's I can't I can't do any of those. Any of those are, brass instruments are hard. The brass, saxophones. That's the, the word. The saxophones a bit easier than brass instruments because you. Sure. It's kind of like the, a big golden recorder, basically. Yeah. I thought you were going to say golden retriever. I really <laughs> thought you were going to say golden retriever. It's kind of like a big golden retriever. <laughs> just, I mean, if you really think about it, like an instrument world, it, it kind of is. Yeah, you okay. know? Yeah, it, yeah. Sure, we'll go golden with that. Golden retrievers are just always like, you see when you're like, oh, what's that? <laughs> I want to pet it. <laughs> How did you get into saxophone now? I'll yeah, now we're interviewing you. you. All right, okay. Um, so I started on the piano. I always wasn't that into it. And then... Um, uh, in my music room at, at my school, they had uh, like a picture of every sax on the wall, just like this beautiful <laughs> picture of all these shiny Boozy and Hawks, I think it was the company, and all these sh- shiny saxophones. I used to walk past it every day, and I, I just got the stars in my eyes for it, and I just thought it was the coolest thing ever. And then I just started begging my parents, you know. <laughs> and at first, they, they, it's the same story with a lot of people, you know. At first, they were like, well, you know, probably not super expensive and da da da. And then mm. gra- I just kept asking, kept asking, kept asking, and then eventually they caved and I got one. <laughs> so basically, you pressured your parents into getting you a saxophone. Yeah, it's cool. so funny, man. I played saxophone, but I had no desire to play saxophone at the time. Really? And yeah, it was like like first grade or something. And we oh, went into, yeah. we went first into this, grade? Yeah, we went into this like room and they were like showing us all the band instruments or whatever. And That's I, what I mean. And all you I wanted to do, yeah, here all I wanted to do was like 
play drums. And my mom was like, how about the saxophone? I'm like, nah. She's like, no, really, the saxophone. And I'm like, nah. But is it just like the saxophone? And then she got us, she got me a saxophone and I was like, well, I guess it's a saxophone. So yeah, I played that till I was like Did you, you should have used like drumsticks and been like, how do you feel about this? Right. Mom? No. Yeah, no. It would be cool though, wouldn't it? Imagine like, imagine him on a Barry sax. Hell yeah. Me on a tenor and then James playing the banjo. I mean, I haven't touched a saxophone in 20 years, but I imagine it's like riding a bike and you you just gotta change instruments as well, but instead of changing to a woodwind, just make him play like a banjolele. Oh, there yeah. you go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. There's so many. I mean, I think it'd be cool if you had a Barry. You Hell can get yeah. bigger ones than that, so you can get bass sax. Bass saxophones are insane. Bass clarinets are insane. Not to remind you of your mother pressing the saxophone on you, but you should play that. Should play that. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So, um, all right. Uh, you're going to Korea. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Next week. I That's crazy. can't Wild. believe that. Okay, when we so, met you guys, it was like months away. Yeah, yeah we yeah. actually <laughs> just found out because they got married on the 30th and we found out on the 21st of June. Um, so this festival is called the Buskers World Cup, speaking of busking. The yeah. Buskers World Cup. It's the second year they're doing it. There were eight, 792 applicants from 55 countries all over the world. Wow. They accepted 64 teams and we were one of them right what's so, it, how many people are allowed to be in a team uh up to six, six eight ten oh, wow. it's like like bands like yeah. it's they're, they're called yeah. teams but it's pretty it's cool because like if you're a six-person band from the u.s and you get accepted i mean you have to go through some stuff to get accepted so if you do they fly the entire band out oh wow put you up. they fly up to three people out up to three people up to three and people then, and then you split costs Yes. Otherwise, yeah. We yes. gotta try and get on this. Yeah, no kidding, it's man. actually really cool. So it's, it. anyway. it's a <laughs> festival. It's like a free festival in Guangzhou, South Korea. It's like an hour and a half south of Seoul, where we're flying. Sixteen hour flight. Wow. From Excuse Atlanta. Me, from Atlanta. We still have to fly to Atlanta. Yeah, mm. we miss a day and then we come back in the same day. But anyways, it's a festival and it's a competition. Um first prize is Forty thousand dollars, which is pretty freaking sweet. It's like two hundred million won or something. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. And, but they award the top eight. So you buy like that. a castle with it in Korea. Yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> so if you come in first, you get forty grand. But if you're like the next seventh, you place, and they split forty grand with those between seven. two through oh, okay. two. So okay. you have yeah. a very good shot at winning some money, even if yeah. it's not the forty. And there's an honorable mention as well that yeah. does that gets an award. Um, but yeah, they're flying us out, which is really exciting. We got a hotel for two weeks for us and our partner, and it was five hundred dollars for the entire oh, time wow. for two so weeks. So affordable. Yeah, really? it's gonna which be... they're also paying for. That's insane. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it's great. Um, we're gonna eat so many noodles. I can't wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's, but there's three rounds of the competition um, from sixty four to thirty two, thirty two to sixteen, and sixteen to eight. Right. Um, and I think. We just got the information about where we're playing and when we're playing. I think we're playing on the fourth. We're playing on the second day yes. of the first round. I know that. Which is kind of nice. It gives us a minute to settle in. And is the whole thing like is the whole thing like in one spot? Or, yeah. Or it's, it's not divided like in like different clubs or anything like that. It's, no. It's, it's all one festival. One yeah. Stage. It's, okay. it's like a big outdoor stage. So okay. imagine right. like you're just going to see like any concert except for you're watching a busking competition. Happen. Gotcha. And but the public can come and the like, weird watch thing about that is that if it's on a stage, is it even busking anymore? Right. So this is my. We've talked about this in great length because we come. We literally come from. We busking. come from the streets. The gigs yeah, yeah. are after for us, so we're like, 
this feels giggy, which is good because you get Sound. the sound system, you get the gear, yeah. you get yeah. the whole stage. The only thing that I kind of miss that busking gives you is just like the close proximity of yeah. people, yeah. and then and then having that grab on them, like having them like crowd participate and do things. But I feel like you can accomplish that from a stage too. So you just have to be charismatic. You're gonna have an awesome you have time. to yeah. try. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be amazing. But yeah. I, I, yeah, it is weird because you think that you think that if it was a busking competition. Some some of it would be about how you are as a busker, and you yes. can't tell if you're on a stage. Well, yes. the, I think the festival is free, so I think their like logic in that is that there are hundreds of chairs in front of you, and if you sit people down in them, right. you're doing well. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Okay. Yeah. So, okay, yeah. that makes sense. And there's three different stages, and um, they have uh, judges from all over the world. There's a, there's some Korean judges. There's this one woman who's a Swiss festival promoter, I believe. Yeah, okay. There's um my hope is like even if we don't win, A, we got a free trip to Korea. Sure, it's super cool, yeah. Yeah. Right. And then B, who knows who can see us from whatever other festival around the right, world, whatever right. promoter around the world. And that kind of thing is <laughs> a perfect place to get to, to get like a gig like that. Because yeah, exactly. It's, yeah, it's just a busking competition. it's already an enormous group of people who like to travel and kind of transient yeah, exciting yeah, people yeah. Right. and then and then the international side of it is just yeah, yeah I mean the, the things that Fringe like Edinburgh Fringe yeah. even did for us like I mean we have contacts like somebody approached us about playing the Formula One races in Dubai sick you know like I've busked at Edinburgh Fringe too yeah, really? so awesome. much in common it's awesome <laughs> yeah we, that, all of the cool things that we've done most of the cool things that we've done have come from the Edinburgh Fringe yeah. our first year there we met this woman who <laughs> Love her to death. Jazz Joslyn is her name. She's Jazz Johnson? Joslyn. Joslyn. Jazz Joslyn. She's from, Kiwi. She's Kiwi. From New Zealand. Jeez. And she, geez, yeah, jeez. <laughs> and uh, she met us, and she's a fantastic performer, and she loved us. And she's like, Shanice, you look really cool. Do you want to be my drummer? I was oh, like, wow. do you want to, like, hear she said me? you have cool hair. Do you want to be my drummer? Right, right. <laughs> and I was like, do you want to hear me play? Like, I know that you know that I play drums, but. Yeah. Do you want to hear me? She's like, like, no, you're in. <laughs> and then we ended up doing a two and a half month long tour in New Zealand. It was what? awesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Which is really fun. She was uh, the next year at the Fringe. Because we, we became quite close and we shared a flat with them next year, her and some other people the next year. And uh, she was like, I am I just finished recording my album and I want to release it. Do you want to be my band? We were like, yes. yes. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yes. Without yes. question, She's yes, like, I will be oh, there. Tell me then, when to be in New Zealand. And then we found the flights for like unbelievably cheap from LA. What did you like, play in it? I played keys. Oh, nice. And she played drums, obviously. Okay. Yeah, we I'm, both sang too. I mostly four just, vocals. I mostly just sang and uh, gave directions in the car. I think the important thing to note with all of this in our whole career is it all started with Fringe in Edinburgh and that all started with having enough money to <laughs> turn left and pay rent or turn right and go to the bank and deposit this money and buy this one-way ticket to wow. Edinburgh, but not even That's knowing <laughs> if we can come back home, if we'll make enough money, if we can eat yeah, any, yeah. anything. We just bought the ticket, and that was single-handedly like the best decision we've ever mm. made, I think, for our career. We had a, another Edinburgh changed friend. our whole life. I mean, yeah. insane. Yeah, that's awesome. We had another busker friend who went the year before, and they were like, you got to go. And we're like, yeah. yeah, but like rent in New Orleans. And they were like, you have to go. Yeah. Like, okay, fine. And so I think it's just sometimes like, okay, we'll when go. people see what you can't see in yourself, you know, mm -hmm. we were questioning ourselves. We're like, we're not good enough. It's not going to be profitable for us. I was 
one of the best years. I mean, our first year was amazing. We made more How than enough money. How many times have you been to it? Yeah. We did 2016, 17, 18, 19. Nice. Okay. So before the end of the world. I did uh, the year, what was it, 2001, I think it was then? Oh, wow. A long time ago, yeah. yeah. It still happened. She's still yeah, going yeah. strong. Our friend uh, Pockets, who is a ukulele player um, from Edinburgh, uh, they have been there for, I think, 18 years, something like that. I, yeah. was, I was trying to do the math. I'm like, have, were they there in 2001? Have you seen that, like, kazooka, like that ukulele video on YouTube with, it's called The Final Countdown is the song? Is it because ukulele? It's a, uh, it's a ukulele no. with a toy piano and a kazoo stuck in the Sounds headstock. Sounds cool. I'm going to yeah. watch it up. Anyway, it. Pockets made that video and got, like, over a million views, like, overnight. And, oh, then wow. it just and this blew. is in, like, 2002 yeah. when YouTube wasn't a thing and yeah. viral wasn't a word, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so that kind of blew them up. And now they're all over TikTok doing the Kazuki Lele thing. Sure, yeah. <laughs> and they had like a company build it. I mean, insane. But anyway, so Edinburgh changed our lives. And that's that's that. You know, that's even why we're sitting here. And yeah, and how we got, how we learned about the festival in Korea to circle back around <laughs> was through our friends who we met in Edinburgh. I love Joe Edinburgh. Last year. I love it. Do you walk it. up Arthur's seat? Yeah, yes. every time. Yeah, you have yeah. to. I know, right? Yeah. And yeah. for some reason, I mean, surprise, it rains in Scotland. But it's like, it's a nice day. It's not going to rain. And as soon as you step your first foot off the pavement onto the, the land, to the volcano, rain. I'm like, <laughs> cool, as though walking up this very steep hill wasn't hard enough. Yeah, <laughs> now yeah. it's slippery. Thank but you. But it's gorgeous, yeah. though. I mean, but it's worth it. You see the whole city from up top. It's amazing. We no. make it a point. We're big outdoorsy people, too. We haven't done the castle yet, though. Um, have I been in the castle? I've no, seen neither her, have I. I've seen well, Harry Potter. So. We've been time. inside of it. Yes, we did. We walked inside of it last time we were there. We were with with Melissa, and it was completely overwhelming. And did my you go anxiety. In, like, the courtyard part. Of yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my anxiety was through the roof because it's worse than Disney World. I mean, it's like shoulder to shoulder. I was like, yeah. I have to leave immediately. <laughs> <laughs> and no AC, so it's just very hot. <laughs> I went to the Musée d'Orsay last summer, and. There was no AC in there, mm. and boy oh boy, did it! <laughs> oh smell my god! Oh uh, yeah, the, the smell. The French shows, yeah, like the yeah. basement French shows, like you're just sitting in there and it's hot, and you're like in a basement that can only seat like 20 people, and the show's hilarious, and you don't want to leave, but you're just sweating, and I'm everybody having a smells. good time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a sauna with a show <laughs> that you paid for. <laughs> <laughs> so, do you have a um, when you're writing your originals? Is there some kind of process involved? Sort of, actually. We were thinking about that today. Um, I typically, I'm the bigger writer, so I will write like. You're not. You don't write more. You're just really big. She just writes <laughs> in really <laughs> large, giant, like those big <laughs> pencils. Like, you get <laughs> eighty sheets of paper for one line. Um, no, I think what happens is I write the very first draft of our songs, just okay. like rough drafts, like whatever I spewed out of my brain at the time. Yeah. And then I bring it to Katie, who is much more of like the polisher. I got you. Like I like today we were working on an original actually, and and there's like four or five lines in there that I'm like. I hate this. I can't think of anything I needed to else. put something, but I hate what's Here you there. Go. Fresh eyes, man. Right. It's, 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 yeah. it's a game changer. It's great because you have, like, you know, whoever writes, sometimes it's her, sometimes it's me, and then the other person is very good at, like, kind of, you know, yeah. we're good at bouncing back and forth from each other. So I think that's nice because she she's much more, like, of... You know, she'll make chords like interesting or change like variations of chords. And or Shanice like, comes in with the strumming patterns. Yeah, and I, I have like the drum brain, so I change up our strumming patterns and the right, words, right. You know. So you actually very specifically strum like it's not just kind of 
whacking away at it. No, yeah, like yeah. everything's like calculated. It comes up with a pattern, yeah. Yeah, yeah I like, mean, it, it, through seeing you play, that doesn't surprise me at all. It's very tight. Hey, thank yeah. you. Unlike um, Warrior, a song that we're actually going to be releasing soon and uh, we'll be playing tonight, um, I had this ukulele part in my head. I just kind of came up with it by accident because I missed a note on a it, trying to play a chord. I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. And I was like, it makes me feel like I'm like walking in this like kind of... Yeah, I'm like, I feel like I'm in Zelda or something. Yeah, like, I don't know yeah. where it is, but it's kind of real, kind of not. And um, we were living in Miami at the time, and I was like, I have to write a song about this. I'm like, I'm going to go write a song. And she's like, cool, I'm going to sit here and watch Xena. And I'm like, uh. that tracks. And so I'm sitting in the room, and I'm like playing, and I'm like trying to come up with words, and I'm getting somewhere, and like... As though it was the voice of God, I hear from the living room, she was Xena. <laughs> and I'm like, Xena. Oh, so then I do like a whole research paper on Xena, and I come out 20 minutes later, and I'm like, I wrote a song. Yeah. It's about Xena. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> what an awesome thing for it to be about. Too. Yeah. I, I watched badass. a lot of Xena as a, as a child. I wonder if it has any... Um, effect on my, <laughs> my life you just now. hear that laugh that came out of my body <laughs> that's really funny um, so alright so that's how you guys kind of get the songs done um, I have had a little bit of business with your the, the guys recording your um, tunes but I, d I don't know more I, I just had a couple of emails back and forth what's the situation there how are you recording your stuff well, um, let's see. How we do we go meet in, Tom? We plug in and we play. Yeah. How do we record or how do we meet him? How do you, who is it and everything, you know? Oh, Tom, Tom Holla, Tommy Holla. Okay. Yeah, he's a local producer. He produces all up and down the Treasure Coast. He's worked with a lot of bands, actually, that, you know, if you heard some of this, their music, you'd be like, wow, yeah. Oh, sick. Um, but I, oh, he came to a show with some of his friends. He ended up at Sailfish, I think, one day. I was actually wondering how in the hell yeah, we met him. we were playing. <sighs> this is good for me to learn. <laughs> we were yeah. playing at a brew, at Sailfish at a brewery in Fort Pierce, I think, is what I remember. And oh, he ended yeah. up there with some friends. And I don't know if we had met him before and he came to see us, or he just ended up there, but he was there. And we were playing, and then he was like, you guys sound great, you know, I'm a producer. And I was like, great, you know, I, you know, we had been working with some other producers around town, but we had heard some stuff that he did, and I was like, I really am into and he's a just your style. And he's a drummer, which is great for me, because Soft I can right. tell him exactly what I need, and he understands, you know, and that's the hardest thing for me yeah. with working with I need with a scuba da do da He's like, oh, you and mean like this? Overall, we just have, like, we just figured out that we, like, connected. We have very similar taste in music. Yeah. You know, he's a drummer. He we, he even plays ukulele. So it was just he has everything cats. just kind we of have cats. all the eyes got yeah, dotted, go. you know. And then yeah, brilliant. we were like, okay, this is it. This is the one. And he's, he makes our ukulele sound so like. And that's yeah. the thing is, you know, when you. When I you, actually stole some of his plug in idea because he sent me the whole song folder yeah. um, and I and I saw that some of the plugins he was using I didn't have them like, and so I do now yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's nice. it's like you know every time we record our ukuleles or even we play live shows or big shows big stages where people are, somebody else is mixing us and I, I l love everybody and I'm so happy for their great hard work but like because it's I think they're used to guitars or different yeah. kinds of instruments. I'm sure they you guys get, get this too. Yeah, you guys oh, probably get it with your setup. So. Oh I, I see that smile. You're like, so when oh, I yeah. meet somebody, it's, this who it's me. It. It's me that gets it. Like I have, I have major problems with um, feedback from major, the monitors. Like every so gig. I started using in ears, uh. 
And that kind of took most of that away, but like people just can't seem to get the bass sound right. Yeah, like, it's, it's just, you know what, and it's the same because with her ukulele, I mean, it's standard tuning; it comes right through. My ukulele, people either put me too bassy and put like take out all of my mids and my highs, mm-hmm. or you know, you can imagine. But yeah. Tommy was one of the first guys that like we went in just to see how we would do. We recorded some it. ukes and nice. some voices, and he sent us like an unmixed version, and I was like done. So That's it was like it, yeah. instant. Yeah, it's just that rounded sound that he gets. Yeah, no, that's that's and, pretty awesome. And in Warrior, the, the song that the song she's talking about, he, we sent it to him, and we're like, I don't know, make it a song, please. And he was like, I got you. Yeah, we told him all of our ideas. Of course, we're like, this is what we want. This is what I want with drums. We want it to sound real tribal. He put like sixteen different hand drums on the track. Sick. It sounds yeah. so good. And he like, I we went to his house after he was recording, and there's just like eighty drums all over the place. Yeah. And I'm like, are you okay? And he's like, I'm having a great time. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm having so much fun. But he really coffee. was. I mean, he, you know, he captured that song for us. I feel he I really know. did. It's, just, it, it's a continuous like. We're always impressed. We love yeah. us sometimes. Yeah, no. Oh, I'm so Which is glad also the name of my a good cat. relationship with us. That's awesome. Yeah. Makes me very And he just happy. happens to be like a, a good friend, so it works yeah. out, you know? Yeah, totally. And we live very close. Yeah, I'm looking forward to I'm going to get to chat to him one more time because I'm going to send it, well, probably more than that, but yeah. I have a reason to. <laughs> one. one well, he, Only he actually one. wants us to do an entire like EP together with you guys. Uh, so we'll, let's be, do we're down. we'll be in contact. <laughs> we're in. Great. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to ask us twice. He's like, listen, so, yeah, I don't know. What, I love everything that we're doing here and I love your work, but <laughs> the little thing, the little killbillies, what, what would we even call that? The little killbillies. I like the, that. The kill, the kill things? <laughs> the kill, I don't know. Thing, kill things is awesome. <laughs> yeah. Just like. Punk folk. <laughs> the Kill Things is like, actually a good name. Yeah. It's yeah. <laughs> oh, a good name go. for a tour. The Kill yeah. Things tour. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Dude. guys. I'm just saying. You yeah. 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 first, everybody. together. Just <laughs> take it it's on It's definitely road. a million times better than the Little Billies. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a name for like someone's wiener or something. <laughs> yeah, Maybe a Little Willies. It's like you little wanted billies, to say Willies. Billies. <laughs> 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 yeah, I, and he was playing us this other... Um, What's the word? This other artist. This other artist who's, what's the style? Like psycho, psychobilly, rockabilly yeah. Okay, yeah. kind of thing. And he's like, this is really coming up. And he's like turning it up slowly, looking at us like. Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. And I'm like, do yeah. Do you with that? Do you? Yeah, I was like, do, I mean, is there like, any you, reason like, not to? We should just get it I know. I was like, I mean, I'm sure once if I talk to them, it'll be okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, there's, that's the thing. Like. Let's just do it. You know, we can still do everything else we're doing, but let's yeah. do that right. as well. I mean, it's YOLO. Exactly. I need to stop. Trying as to the kids YOLO. say. As the kids say. What's up, teens? Hey, children. No, that sounds That's weird. definitely not. YOLO works more than that. <laughs> <laughs> What's so up, teens? teens. <laughs> right at the camera. Camera one, camera two. Camera one. Such a dad thing. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I make my dad groan with my, like, my dad really just pushed the dad jokes on me as a kid as one does and then I kind of just adopted it and every time I see him I'm like why do sequels live by the seat <laughs> oh, and he's like we have this little one liner that we do at in the middle of our shows where we're like this is like 80% like a bad comedy show and like 20% decent music you know yeah. oh, that's what you you're go. sitting down to get is Katie's comedy show ladies yeah. and gentlemen bad jokes yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Do you have it? Um, you, you you told a joke um for the little YouTube short um earlier. Have you got any more? Oh, she's got tons. Uh, everybody uh, buckle up. They talk about put you on the spot. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, what kind of a bagel can fly? I don't know. A plain bagel. 
<laughs> All of my jokes are about bagels, apparently. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. That's funny. I don't yeah, know why it's funny. Or uh, two potatoes are walking down the street. Right. This one's NSFW. How can you tell which one's the prostitute? I don't know. The one that has the sticker that says Idaho. <laughs> <laughs> It's not I'm funny. Telling you, it's so, so bad. terrible. It's, it's so not bad. funny. But I'm going home to tell my kids. <laughs> <laughs> She's armed you. You're good now, I, right? I have a, a, a one that's uh, even more raunchy. But my dad told me this one. I don't know if you can always edit it. I suppose <laughs> if it's awful, but. And so I think you have to be pretty bad. Uh, well, two nuns are. <laughs> <laughs> and we're canceled. <laughs> two nuns are riding their bikes around yeah. the city. And one nun turns to the other and says, I've never come this way before. And the other one says, it's the cobbles. <laughs> That's not too bad. It's really funny. <laughs> no, it's hilarious. Anyways, moving on swiftly. Um, yeah, all right. So, uh, uh, this sounds so, such a weird thing to ask after that, but I'm going to do it anyway. Um, so, who does your social media and stuff? Which one of you guys? Is Both this? of us. Both of us are mostly me. Okay. I don't know. Lately, it's been me. I've been pretty good She's about it. She's like, if you're watching a story or like any of our cool stories, it's totally Katie. Okay. I don't know. It's 50-50. It's 50-50. Yeah, now that I'm saying it out loud, it's kind of, if one of us gets burnt out, the other one just takes, takes over. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it's, it's a lot. I mean, you can't just post your show anymore. You have to post across like four social media platforms. Yeah. Post yeah, stories yeah. on all of them. Stories and da, 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 it's the yeah. whole thing, you know. Yeah, we have a we have a social media person that does all our stuff. I was I was going to ask you because all your stuff is <clears throat> on point. Yeah, but that being said, like like your social media versus our social media, you have your show stuff, and then you have like, hey, check it out, we did this today, you know, like, like stuff, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Which is interesting. Ours is just like show, 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 show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, occasionally think, we'll post you know, something. I do spend an extraordinary amount of time on social media, though. So you, lot, I yeah. think I've seen like the yeah. most stuff from you. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Out of all of you guys, for sure, Ben. Yeah, I'm terrible. It's, it's no, I mean, but I do it too. I think, I think I want to have a social media person, but I also. Yeah. Enjoy the like um, the back and forth kind of yeah the back and forth but the like Person. connection the personal connection sure. that you get when you do it yourself yeah however I'm so sick of it and <laughs> at this point like if we were making enough money that I could pay a social media manager I would yeah. I mean the, the yeah. main reason we did it is just because we have I mean you know the usual you know you got to go across the board on all the different platforms yeah um but just it's just so very busy yeah and she's i mean we're all we, we play all the time and then she um she comes out to occasional shows as well and takes photos of us and nice. stuff so you know she does stories with videos and things so she does all that stuff for us and we don't Ugh. have to deal with it like, like ben said Good one day you. we were uh, we were talking about the the social media presence one day and he's like he's like if i ever wake up and don't see my face on social media he's like i'm gonna be worried what happened to danielle yeah she no she's on it man she's, yeah. she's all of your photos look great we here's our thing we're terrible at doing photo shoots like like yeah. setting them up and then we're super awkward in photo shoots right. so there's like, a lot of photos of us being now? like what does my hands do yeah, it's yeah. weird when you're joking. a musician you're used to holding an instrument somebody yeah. puts you in front of a camera and they're like okay we're gonna take be cool, cool. pictures yeah. of you now I, I what was, do you even do I was filming Hector for um, this skull oh, project God. thing I was um, so that we're awkward. doing um, on Sunday and he was bless his heart yeah you get, it was so camera awkward shy, I do man I love being on the other side of the camera I love I mean I do photographs for a living I feel like we have a lot of common and you guys have a lot of <laughs> it's, it's so stupid. As soon as I get on the other side of the lens, I'm like, uh. So I have a face. Have I ever Katie's a face? like next to me and she's like, and she's like telling me what to do. And I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, not only was my is my mother a musician, but she 
picked up a camera and then never put one down. Oh. And so when I was a teenager, she'd like take pictures of me and I would, you know, make a stupid face and she goes, I'm taking the picture so you can either look good or not. It's up to you. Oh, there you go. And I'm like, ugh. So she and, like, and so I looked bad a lot of the time, but it was my choice. <laughs> yeah, and then I yeah, looked I kind you. of okay and then I would notice she was taking pictures and I'm like, no, don't <laughs> take pictures of me. Now you look spectacular. Now I just am just so full She's just like at all time like that girl that just... Always has a I'm picture always being ready. taken of her. I, it's funny, though, because candidates of me, 50-50. Sometimes it's like, wow, were you posing? And other times it's like, ooh. <laughs> Don't show anybody that picture. Yeah, I mean, it's our funny. photo shoots is like 500 photos, but, you know, like... We get 10. 25 or 50 of them are what gets kept. That being said, um, we need to do another photo shoot. <laughs> yeah. I keep looking Anybody back and I'm like, photographers out there that apparently Hector's a photographer, so hey. Yeah. Not as, like you're busy as enough. As Danielle, who does our yeah, yeah, does a really good job. Yeah. yeah, we don't have any um, good life photos. And I've been doing some bands photos too recently, but I'm like at the beginning. I'm not that good at it. Well, yet. then, if you need some guinea pigs. Oh, that's true. It's squeak, yeah. squeak. Practice. Yeah. Practice. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Well, um, all right, well, listen. Um, I think it's time that we listened to some of you guys' songs. You got for going and playing us a couple of songs? Absolutely. Yes. All right, let's do it. Sweet. about you all day but you don't think of me the same way you're always running late you don't hear me complain Please show me the 
takes only her name to make all of them cower. They all fear her power. The sound of her screams echo through every dreams. Everything she's made happen. Hi, this is Ben from 561 Music. We are a local music podcast that is completely designed to promote and um, shed light on local music. And if you would like to be a part of that, we're looking for sponsors. So um, you could have your ads in the episode and in all the show notes, and we'll, we will read you bespoke ads, or you can write your own ads yourselves. Um, if you want to find us, you can find us at 561 Music Podcast on the socials, or www.561music.com. We'd love it if you got in touch. Thanks a lot. We are also sponsored by Oasis Root. Now, Oasis Root Carver Bar is in Seagrape Square on Indian Town Road. And it is a carver bar. If you don't know anything about carver, it's a Polynesian root that you grind up and you mix with water. And it has been in Polynesia for potentially thousands of years it's a it's an old thing that um they used for kind of ceremonial and also um 
sort of ledger purposes. It, it's meant to be something where you know that brings people together. Um, you all take a, a shell of carver and chink them together and say bula and have it together like that. It's meant to be something to bring people together. It uh, has a kind of an effect, which is, I guess, a kind of a slightly warming effect. Uh, it just kind of makes you feel uh, uh, nice. It's not particularly intoxicating. It's not like drinking alcohol. So the atmosphere in a carver bar is sort of like um, a cross between a regular bar and uh, a coffee house. It's pretty chill in there. Um, you get all sorts of different types of carver bars. Some of them are more like a club, you know, this sort of like black light and EDM playing. And some of them are more like a cafe. This is one of the cafe type of ones. It's it's super chill in there. If you're looking for somewhere to, I don't know, maybe go and do some work on your laptop or go and have a chat with friends, it's perfect for that kind of thing. There's a foosball table in there if that's your jam. Or baby foot, as they call it in France. And... Uh, yeah, Jim, the owner, is a really cool guy, and he has very kindly sponsored our podcast. So thank you very, very much for that, Jim. They also do a poker night in there, all sorts of things going on at Oasis Root Carver Bar. 561 Music is sponsored by Live Music Community. It's where we film the podcast that you're listening to right now, and it's also where I work. Gavin, Hector's son, was a student here for a long time, and in many ways he's the musician he is today because of the teachers at Live Music Community. We taught him not only about his instrument, but also about being in a band. And his band, Unemployed Youth, accomplished a lot of goals, mostly band etiquette, how to work together, and all of the nitty-gritty that goes into being in a band on a day-to-day basis. The student signs up for lessons, learns their instrument, joins a real band, and decides the direction it goes in. And we can take people from very young age, you know, six or seven years old, all the way up to 80. You know, there's no age limit here. Um, we've run an adult program for people who want to be in a band as adults. But really, the main focus is on the on the kids and getting them playing together and in bands. Um, we are also a studio, a live stream venue, and can, we can record audio or video. The Killbillies live album, Warts and All, was recorded here. It was recorded during a live stream that we did during COVID. Justin had a great idea to record live streams during COVID. A ton of bands came in and it was a real success. Um, But outside of that, we can record albums. We can help you with your EPK. And we have full audio-visual capabilities here. LMC is in Palm Beach Gardens on the northwest corner of Military Trail and North Lake Boulevard. It's north of the gas station right before you get to North Lake on Military Trail. And if you go to livemusiccommunity.com, you have all the information you'll need right there. Thanks. All right, so we've just listened to an ad for LMC, which is where we're sitting right now. It's a place I work, and um, and Hector's kid went to school here yeah. and everything. I think I even said it in the ad. But um, could you uh, give us a little bit of advice for upcoming or young musicians? I would say um, practice, even though you don't think that you're getting anywhere, or you're feeling a little bit stuck, like just that perseverance, you know, keep the push going. Because I think a lot of people can't get one chord, so they get discouraged, and then they put down the instrument. Yeah. Just put down that lesson. Like, take a break. If you can't figure out how to play a chord or you can't figure out how to play a rhythm, just work on something else and come back to it. Because yeah. sometimes you just need to leave. down, yeah. yeah. You just Fresh need to leave eyes, it right? for a minute yeah. and come back. Exactly. And... Um, 
like what I've always find with music is you work really, really hard at something, you can't get it, you can't get it. Then you then you don't think about it for a couple of weeks. You go back to it and you can just do it. You yeah. Because your subconscious has been working on it. Yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah, the yeah. amount of half-written songs I have that I go back to and then it's a full song because I just needed the you break. Just, sometimes you just need a minute to let it breathe. But yeah. don't give up. It's really important, I find, to just carry on. And if it's something that you are truly passionate about, something that truly brings you joy... You know, you you can't you can't give up. You can try, sure. but you it'll yeah. it'll come back to you. It'll haunt you. No, <laughs> absolutely, don't give up. That's don't give up. Not to sound super uh, cliche, know, but Miss don't give up. Yeah. yeah, world peace. <laughs> no, it's it's uh, playing music is very fulfilling mm-hmm. and very gratifying, and like it's I, I love doing covers. Even it feels really good to like hear a song that you love and then do it yourself. Like it's so yeah. cool. It's like painting a picture of a scenery. You know what I mean? You're like, I saw that scenery and now I made it. Yeah. You know, same thing with a cover song and like writing your own music is so gratifying in a completely different way. Cause it's like, that's me. Like that's my truth, yeah. which is why I can't do it sometimes. Cause I'm like, Oh God, it's me. Yeah. <laughs> but, but when I do do it, haha, do do, it mm-hmm. does feel really good. I had do do and do it in it. Yeah, <laughs> you do 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 it. <laughs> so so that's, that's my advice, I suppose. Yeah, it's good advice. Tenacity is the, uh, I think, the number one thing. I feel like if talent is a thing that exists, the talent I think that people can have is tenacity. Yeah, that's the thing that'll get you there. You know yeah, absolutely. I mean? Yes. Well, I mean, how many people come up to you after a show and they're like, "Oh my God, you're so talented, you're amazing," and it's like the, the response I is always the same. Put thing. in the work, right? Yeah. I mean, Ben's been playing music since he was like, you know, a toddler. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. I've, been, I've been really good at walking too because I've been doing that for a long time. Exactly. You know what I mean? Right. With yeah. enough practice. We had somebody on here, um, practice warrior. Um, we had the um, practice warrior, yeah, Chris- Chris- Christopher. He he's got a website called Practice Warriors, ah. and it's and it's it does it's not lessons on on you know teaching you how to play instruments or music or anything. It's lessons on how to practice, yeah. which, is, that. Amazing. which is amazing. Yeah. Check but the website, but he made a comment um, that that kind of stuck with me, um, and you were kind of alluding to it that you know you're practicing, you're practicing, you're practicing. You feel like you're not getting anywhere. You know those people that like when it just clicks, mm-hmm. it didn't really just click. It's right. been building for weeks, oh, months, yeah. years. Like you were or saying, whatever. your subconscious is working on yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's I mean, songwriting is the same way. You know, I start a song and sometimes I can't get the next line, and I've written most of it. I just need one line for it to be finished, yeah, and that yeah. I just have to come back to it the next day Absolutely. or in a few hours. So, Or she'll put down a filler line and then say, I hate it, fix it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you well, you know, if you have a partner in crime. That, we do that. I'll, I'll come with a song where the lyrics are just, like, not very good and be like, uh, and, and they'll be like, the lyrics aren't very good. I'm like, I know, can you just make it better with me? <laughs> like, Here's the joke yeah, yeah. I gave you the bass, I gave you, like, the idea that I was thinking of, and now you write it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, yeah we're pretty exactly. good about that. I though. like these yeah. words. Don't move those ones. Put them. You can move them, but... Keep those four words. Yeah. So has she ever come to you with a line and, and said, like, this is just filler, it's crap, I, yes. don't, I don't want it in there, and then you looked at it and went, it's actually pretty good. <laughs> Maybe. 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 I feel like okay. it has. It's, uh, I tend to write very, like, vulnerably. I'm very much so, like, okay with sharing my feelings. Yeah. But Funny. I think, like, just years of therapy has made me feel okay <laughs> sure. about that. And she's, like, the opposite. You're right, yeah. And yeah. so... 
a lot of times I write very like what's the word? Like stream of consciousness. Yes. I gotcha. And it's very she, good for you, she it like is. polishes it and makes it sound less like what's what, what's the word you always have contrived. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> well, that's I feel like that comes from you wanting to write stream of consciousness and, and then make everything like, rhyme. And then yeah. you'll be like, no, let me make it super artsy. And I'm like, Shanice, just say what you want to say. Just say yeah, yeah. just say what you're trying I to say. Gotcha. So I I take it back. There has been. In our song Stay, there's a line that's like contemplating, and like the play is the rhyme for the line previously. And yeah, we both yeah. were kind of like, eh. It's a eh. stretch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works. But you know, like with it. enough time and practice, we got it there. It, yeah, it worked. Yeah. We eventually, we eventually, you know. Yeah, tell us a little bit about the songs you played. Like, what can you just give us some more details on those songs? Yeah, um, Stay song. is one of our big ones, and yeah. a lot of was written about Edinburgh. Well, the first time kind of Edinburgh. like our love story with the first year of Edinburgh. Because I looked up at one point, you stand in the fest, you know, there's people all around you. Yeah. So there's very good people watching. Very good. And the watching. skies every day are blue and gray. Mm Because you get rain or you get sun or you get clouds, but those are the colors that you cycle through. And so I had this line, the blues and grays in the skies matching the swirls in your eyes because everybody's eyes were so light as well. Yeah, yeah. Case in point. And so I had that line and then I wrote like some of, maybe like four or five lines. And that was actually one of the songs that we really sat down and like wrote the whole thing together. I had like... That just, I was like, I love this line. We have to do something with it. Yeah. And so we wrote, we sat down, we wrote that one. And it's very much so about kind of, you know, some personal experience and then some just to make the song work, you know. Sure, yeah, yeah. Fluff, you know. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, that one's about Edinburgh. and then All the songs on the album that we have released with a very original title. Untitled. I like that. I've been yeah. in a band called No Name Scar Band. I approve. Yeah. Sweet. Honestly. Honestly, it was uh, it was in there was the, the filler box. You know what's the name of the album? And it said Untitled. And I was like, Okay, yeah. <laughs> that, that works. Moving on. Yeah. One yeah. less thing to think about. That's funny. And uh, but all of those songs we. That was like we were getting baby ready to go. Katie and Shanice. We were getting ready to go on tour in New Zealand. Our friend had a little home studio in um, Nottingham in England. Yeah. I can't, I can't say Nottingham. I don't know. I guess Not- Nottingham. Yeah, yeah. yeah Nottingham. You have to say the T's. So Anyways, hard. in Knots in the middle of London, England. And uh, so we recorded the songs in her living room so we would have something to take with us on tour in New Zealand. Because it all happened so fast. We, Jazz booked us for New Zealand. We were like... But and we were opening for some shows as the little things. So we were like, oh no, we need like CDs, music, yeah. something to sell. And it was yeah. you know when people were yeah. still buying CDs. So it's, these are all songs that I wrote like when I thought we would be like, you know, like happy daffy commercial ukulele. Ukulele girls, know? first song on the album. Yeah, we were literally that just like, good. we're so happy and it's we like, sing music. And I'm so, we were just so like, proud <laughs> of it, you know, because it is where we started. But a little cringe. You know, like it's cringy to listen to sometimes for me. Yeah. You know, people love it. People love it everywhere we go. And, and we I'm love like, it too. And we and I do, but you know, like some Which of the first songs we ever wrote, you know that feeling. Yeah. 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 It's like looking at so your first have, paintings, you know, you're like, mm. We have a few other singles on there that are much more that current that Spanish. you know <laughs> Same. Sound like us. But so. we actually were listening to it today because somebody requested that we sing Jump, which is an album on that song that is literally we spent literally we spent a weekend at a cottage. Um, right on the border between England and Scotland. Our friend had a family home there. Nice. Summer batch. And we, if you want to know what we did that weekend, listen, listen to the song. song. Oh, we cool. went on a hike. We played some board games. We drank a bunch of tea. 
We went to it's a waterfall. On the it's all is right that, there. Um, on the which side of the Stayed country? Is that, is that sort of near we were, Newcastle on the other side? We were in. It was literally right on the border it's, of I England think, and, I the, think yeah. and the east coast. Scotland, gotcha, gotcha. You know, it was technically England. It was it. It's England. I yeah, know, I thought it was Scotland. Burn but, mouth, eye mouth. So then there's okay. that album, which is that process of like having to like have all these songs ready for New Zealand, and then the other singles on there are much more like thought out, thought out. But I think mostly, I struggle to write happy songs now. Yeah. To answer your question, now like that that whole album is like so happy dabby, like what you imagine a ukulele would sound like when you think of stereotypical ukulele. Yeah. And then all these other songs are much more like. Emotion. Felt, you know, and I write very much so through experience. So yeah, I write too. about my life. I find it difficult to write about anything else. I'm terrible yeah. at trying to write about anything else. Can't do it. Well, yeah, the, same. I, either I something struggle. I'm really pissed off about or something about me. Yeah. yeah. Same. It's either like sad breakup songs or like I'm angry at like Roe v. Wade being like overturned. Yeah, you know? exactly. and I hate to write exactly anything <laughs> like, Personal politics. Like that. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally, yeah, yeah. 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 We, so uh, it's just that kind of vibe, but it's, I think it's really clear when you listen to it that, you know, the what's the word? The vulnerability, I guess. That is a word that comes from. <laughs> that is certainly me, a word. You know. Yeah, yeah no, yeah. you are very much like, here's how I feel, and I'm like, here's how I feel. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Figure it out. No, yeah. I've, like my Xena song is literally just like a research paper. It's actually kind of impressive, if I may. <laughs> I. The Xena theme song has like a little monologue over it where he's like, she was Xena, the warrior princess, da 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 And I was listening and underneath it I heard these voices like da 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 And I'm like, what are they saying? Oh, it's in Bulgarian. Let me translate wow. it. Wow. And so I took that and I, I like rearranged it and that's what the chorus of Warrior is. That's oh, cool. It's like awesome. the, and I'm like, am I plagiarizing right now? That's a... Maybe That's a, a deep dive into Xena, yeah. figuring out the Bulgarian. But see, this is have how, you ever been to Bulgaria? Uh, no, That's I crazy. haven't. Not this yet. is how our brains work with. Our, this is why I think we work so well together. Yeah, because like we could logic. not be any different. Right. She has such logic yeah. and such research, and like I want to learn every single thing about this. I mean, down to the T yeah. before I even start writing about it. Whereas I'm like, here's everything I have. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I took like words from the monologue and like put them in the order that they go in the monologue. I like placed them in the song and then wrote around them. And I took episode titles and I put those in there. Yeah, as I mean, well. when cool. I tell you, it's, it's like very a fun. very impressive research paper. I'm very cool, <laughs> very chill. <laughs> I think the coolest people are the ones. That like announce that they're very. Cool. I am yo- YOLO. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> YOLO. What it's this episode theme. should be called? <laughs> there, you oh, there you go. Yeah, yeah, As the kids say. There's my. Uh, there's my like. Your quirky title for this week. Keyword or whatever they call it. But so yes. get the... oh, Anyway, to answer your question. As the kids say. To answer your question, we just write about. I mean, Random whatever is happening stuff. at the time. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Good stuff. So um, I think uh, we've got some pictures of some of the gear that we you do. use. Why don't we take a little look at that? Oh. So what's going on with this guy? Well, you see, having musician parents, uh, my dad gifted me this. He was like, this could be cool to play with. And I was like, yeah. I and think, he was right. I think <laughs> so. Yeah. More than that, though, I think we, were, we had a loop show for a very long time. Mm. And sometimes mm-hmm. we still do it here and there. And... 
we thought about getting like all these like keyboards and all these synthesizers. I know, yeah, and, I've been through that whole right. And mm-hmm. then we're like, it's just gonna be a headache to travel with. It's gonna be a headache to tote around. And if we yeah. get a bunch of different pedals, and so I was looking for multi effect pedal. And my dad was just like, "Happy birthday!" And nice. I'm like, "Thank you." And this, I mean, this really fit the bill. It's just like your classic, you know, gigging musician ME80. I yeah. feel like every gigging musician like every has boss pedal bo- in one thing. Exactly. Every yeah. gigging yeah. musician has been through this at some point, or at least some version of it. You know. But it has everything you need on it. I mean, you can adjust anything. It's got delay and the wah and the modulator. and It makes the ukulele sound really cool. I mean, you can put, like, grunge on her ukulele and we can play zombie, you know? Like, that's that's awesome. the kind of deal. If I if I was more sensible, I'd have a multi-effects, but I'm just so obsessed with the the, the boutique weirdness of pedals that I just have to do under the pedal. That's my dad's thing. That's totally okay. Yeah, you know, yeah. we are just, like, so not. So this right, yeah, 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 yeah. Ben has an unhealthy obsession with pedals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's out That's of control. That's my dad's and, new thing. <laughs> and for us, it's, you know, our biggest selling point, like, the ukuleles are really cool and, and we love playing them, but our biggest selling points are our voices. So yeah, yeah. as long as we have, like, something uh, round and, like, big enough to back that up yeah, yeah and absolutely I think no, that, that's great too is that you know it's not like you can't corn it's a good thing yeah yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i think the next thing that you're going to show is our newest addition to um yeah exactly oh yeah we had since we had the loop this show, thing is amazing the coolest, i very nearly bought one of those the other day the you coolest should. thing about our loop show is that we were able to take our little plink plank ukuleles without effects um and add you know a beat which we literally just played by hitting on the ukulele sure. yeah um, You've seen it, you know, you're a busker, you know. Yeah, yeah. You, you know the vibe. I've done it. And yeah. But with sound problems, it would always feed back, yeah. almost always feed back. So it'd And be then like, you got the loop going, it's recording on itself. Yeah. So this just makes it cleaner because, A, you can either approach it with sticks or you can approach it with your feet. It's yeah. suitable for both, which amazing, and love already. And it's uh, yeah. sensitive. And you can see tap. up there, you've got like the 12 settings, and on top, you can't see it from this photo, but you have different sounds on those 12 sound so settings 12, yeah, plus double that each sound has an, another sound as well and you nice. can tune it however you want you can put as many effects on it as you want nice. but i use it now just completely acoustic with us today you know when we did the song we we're doing it just acoustic here but yeah i just use it as a stomp box you guys heard it in yeah. play yeah, at the yeah, wedding sounded great um, but I love it. I think it's great. It's got four different bass drums on it. So the way I got around that feedback thing that you were talking about mm. is um, the new uh, Boss Looper that they sell has a gate on the mic. So oh. so um, so it, on all of the channels. So it's like you're not getting that that loop of all of yeah. the the mic sound and everything the, coming The bleed through. over yeah, yeah. kind of because that's always what ends up feeding back. But um, it, the cool thing about the gate that they've got on that um, RC600 is um, that. Uh, like, you, you know how, like, the fan is always annoying yeah. and stuff like that? It takes all of that out of the equation. Uh-huh. It's so awesome. Oh, we need to upgrade it because we have the 300. But right here's now. the thing. We have two instruments. Well, now yeah, three. We do this very And two vocals. Right. That so, we loop all of through one pedal. Yeah, yeah. And so what we do is we run it through the effects channel of yeah. our mixer. So, right. like, send and return, then you can control mm-hmm. the effects. So, like, when we're looping the ukuleles, it turn the voices down. That's how our friend Yaz does it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, no one else besides you and Yaz and us 
and my dad who told me how to do it have ever heard about this and they're yeah. like wait well why and can't not you any just... person that we've talked to yeah yeah, yeah I'm no, sure we're the only have. people in the world <laughs> no that's no, super but, cool then. but it and it was it was really fun but it was just hard because like our mixer was small and we if we were on a big stage we had to give them one out and they were always pissed yeah. and then they're like trying because to put they effects can't on mix it us because we have the mixer on stage mm-hmm. running the loop but they don't like that do they no. they never do but yeah. then you give them the out and they don't make your ukulele sound good and you're like what is the point even? exactly <laughs> but like so since we can't plug into the the looper itself it kind of and negates. a big part of it too is when we started looping katie was you hadn't been on effects pedals yet so she wasn't very comfortable like pedaling and playing and singing at the same time yeah so i was doing everything all of it how many ins do you have do you have like five or for like inputs to, to loop to the mixer, yeah, two, you mean? two ukuleles, two vocals, and, and the stomp. Yeah, yeah, it's five. Yeah, the the new thing has that I've got has four. Yeah, if so it has four. four, then we could even we could go back to faking it with the. Oh, that's true. We thing. can't go back or, now. Kate. <laughs> or, <laughs> or we could too even far. <laughs> we could even um, either like combine. Something. I mean, I'm sure there's combine a way. Ukes or combine. Oh, you yeah. can do like those splitters too. I use a splitter oh, in the right. drum yeah, show yeah. now because yeah, yeah. I split the electric kit when we're in a small room with my pad. Yeah, and it totally works great. That pad is so funny. It has one that goes yeah. <laughs> I think you guys played that at Victoria. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's great. <laughs> but you can pitch it up and down, so it can either go yeah or yeah. <laughs> it's really funny. Yeah, that's good. I didn't ask you guys this question before, and I should have asked it while we were talking about the practice thing but but how much do you guys practice literally never we used (laughs) to practice when we first started i mean five six hours overnight every night and that's how i think what happened was we booked a show and they were like we want a three-hour gigging band and we were like we can do that like i don't know maybe 45 minutes and we're like yeah because one of our best influencers in the whole world uh, her godmom who has always been a huge supporter of us said to us book the gig Learn then the learn the music. Later, yeah, yeah. But book the gig, you know. We all know that feeling. It's the pressure. So, the pressure is on then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So we booked the gig and we were like, okay, we have this finite amount of time to, you know, learn all this music. So we ended up just we used four to, or five songs overnight. Yeah, we learned it all in practice. But we started, I want you guys to know, we would learn to learn harmonies because Shanice is a very, like, she naturally can sing quite well. She didn't need a lot of like assistance or anything. Yeah, but, but I didn't she wasn't, think that I was. A she singer. wasn't very comfortable right. with singing, yeah. sure. and especially like singing harmonies and stuff. I was like, I can sing harmonies, and you can sing. So certainly you can sing harmonies, yeah. and I can sing, right? And so we would practice with our faces this close to each other, just like facing each other, singing into yeah. each other's eyes, and just like that's I how we never, would sing. That's how we got our harmonies. We were learning. Somebody requested that we learn a landslide, and we're right, learning yeah. this song. And we get to the end of it, and we're like, there's so many directions we can go, because it's all this big harmony. We were doing the, the Chicks version. And we were doing the yeah. Chicks version, and we kind of wanted it to be Stevie Nicks, but we were going off of the Chicks version. Gotcha. And we spent, I want to say, like an hour and a half on two, maybe like a bar, yeah. like on four to six beats of the song, just trying to perfect, Uh-oh. like, yeah, who would come in where with the harmonies, where we would exit, where we would switch. Yeah. And I think that's what we did very early on in, yeah. correct me if I'm wrong, in, yeah. in the start of all this, that gave us Yeah, so now like you have, have like, now. if this yeah. happens, we do that. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Exactly. And now when we learn songs, it's like so quick. You yeah, know? we learn music very quickly now. I was just saying that to a guitar student earlier today. I was, I was saying, um, you know, yeah, you're learning this song, but you're actually learning 
20 songs right now. But yeah. you, the, the things that you learn in this song, you can apply to like a million. Right. I mean, the amount of theory you're getting from just like putting in the work. You know? The yeah, reason totally. that I didn't pick up guitar when I was a child and my dad was teaching it to me, because I, I did for a minute and I was like, I could play guitar. And I said, Dad, how do you play a G chord? My dad, the Virgo, love him. He goes, well, it depends on where you're coming from. Yeah. And I was like, what does that mean? How do you play a G chord? He's like, well, you know, if you're already barring, then you can play it here at the third fret like this. But if you're coming from like an A minor or something, and I'm like, I'm like how do you play a G chord? You're like, I'm out. Yeah. I'm like, Dad, no, no. This is what I, persevere kids, keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, totally. I mean, do take lessons from my dad. He's much, uh, much more reasonable now, probably because <laughs> I was like, I hate this. I'm never doing this. And he's like, okay, yeah. I don't. You can definitely do this. like too much information overload yeah. in, a, in a teacher is is not desirable. Yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you know, you, I think certain. Well, it depends. It all depends on the student because mm-hmm. some some people are like sponges and you just and some people and absorb it. Like now, I like at my age, and I don't know if it's my age or my experience and my knowledge. But now I love that. That yeah. makes total sense. And if I were to ask and him, and that's a chord, she, how she teaches me, you know. I I first taught her like how to do yes. things, and then I was like, well, and if now you're... here are variations of those things. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Excuse me. Yeah, and I was like, now if you're coming from this chord, instead of doing this and having to move your hand a thousand years, you can just go doop and then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. Note leading and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And you know, like it's. Now when I speak to him about this kind of stuff, I'm so grateful because I'm more at his level and I can understand kind of nice. what's going on. Nice to have, like, be able to have music conversations, you know, with your family. All I talk to my dad about is music. <laughs> I know that with my brother. Yeah, it's nice. It's my son and I. And, yeah. and same thing, like, with the gifts and stuff. Like, Christmas, birthdays. I'm like, oh, I got this one. Do you need yeah. strings? Yeah. I got strings. Yeah. I got no, nice he's, strings. He's a drummer. Oh, oh nice. He's a drummer. Yeah. Do you want so he, snare strings? He gets, yeah, he gets... Drum kits and cymbals and yeah, it's all stupid. He's in this great band called Young Fiction. Check yeah, really oh, good. Cute. Yeah, they're really good. Punk. Young Fiction, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, what do you guys got coming up? Oh my God, so many things. We leave for Korea next week. That's yes. right. Yeah. Um, By the time this comes out, yesterday we'll playing. We'll be playing Jim and Jensen. Right. Um, we we're going to Korea next week. We did that uh, uh, original Double, show, Double, Double Roads, on, on Tuesday. Yeah. That'll, so, be, that'll, that'll be our last Sally show. Fox and um, and uh, and five six one music. We do Andy original Styron. music yeah. Tuesdays. Um, yeah, Andy Styron and these guys, the little things. Who we actually have shared this an Tuesday. original show stage with before us. So that's good but I was going to ask you. You guys are playing that show on the twenty sixth, and. You're gonna be in Korea on the 28th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, well, this is our this is our like send off show. We're doing the double like. Are you show. going straight to the airport? No, <laughs> it's not that sudden. But. Well, we fly out on the 28th. Get this, I think it's hilarious. We fly to Atlanta at 9 p.m. on Thursday. Excuse me, and then we leave Atlanta at 12:05 Friday morning. Then we fly for 16 hours and land at five o'clock in the morning. On oh, wow. the next day, brutal. Yeah. yeah, but then coming back, we leave at seven thirty on Tuesday, and we land at seven forty-five on Tuesday. Oh, really? Yes. yes. Oh, that's, oh, that's bananas. Crazy. Yeah, because it's thirteen hours ahead. It's like time travel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, that's cool. But the Double Road Show definitely is September twenty-sixth with Andy Styron, and we got a pal Ryan who plays with us sometimes too. He's he's playing, playing with Andy. Andy. Nice. So that's gonna be kind of like a little family thing. I'll bring my base. And I think yeah, hey, definitely do, do it. it. Bring the berry sacks. Uh, uh, right. You gotta bring it now. And then we got Korea, <laughs> and then when we come back 
from a career. I think we have the Virgin Islands. We go down there a few times a year. We got that in November. We're, we're playing Jam Fest in March. Yeah. At the, in the VI, that'll be fun. Yeah. Nice. So we're there in November and March. Yeah. My mom will be at the Double Road show, so <laughs> nice. be a proper family reunion. Oh, I think my dad will be there that's too. Awesome. Shoot. Yeah, yeah. I, you better. I, I'll be there. I, I, I work until quite late, but as soon as it's over, I'll come down there and hang out. It's until eleven, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So uh, we have O'Shea's on Friday. Friday night. Yeah. Oh, fun. And that's nine to one in the morning. morning. And then Paddy we Max have on Saturday. Paddy Max on Saturday from nine to midnight. Paddy Max, of course, Kilberley's spiritual home. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and that, that's that. And then we have um, Give and Let Give on Sunday. On Sunday. So, um, uh, what time does Give and Let Give start? From two p.m. to four p.m. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Justin so. will come out here and yell at me if it's not right. <laughs> and he, he hasn't, come, he out hasn't come out here yet, so it must be from two p.m. to four p.m. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. I say, if you're wrong, we can just start talking about Zelda. We can redirect. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's all fine. So yeah, give and let give um, for the uninitiated. <clears throat> and if you listen to this podcast, you probably know what it is. But um, we have a bunch of stuff here that we're trying to put into the hands of young people who are trying to make music. That's really the thrust of it. But if you're anyone, an adult or a kid or whoever, you can come bring something and take something away music equipment related sure. you know so there'll be a bunch of um you know usually some guitars and, and amps and pedals yeah. and cables cool. and uh, yeah yeah so if you're around on sunday and you know you you think that there might be something here that you know just come by drop something off and take something away it's kind of like going to jeff's house <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's exactly like that. <laughs> maybe jeff should come he's yeah, got plenty yes. to give <laughs> i'm saying yeah, actually, yeah, Jeff would love it. It's, really, it's right up his street. He doesn't have enough things. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's over it by now. <laughs> uh, um, yeah, nice one. Well, thank you so much for coming. We really, really appreciate thank it. Thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, it's absolutely charming guests and and um, charming hosts and quickly becoming friends. And I'm um, looking forward to working yeah. on music in the future. Yes, yeah, I can't. Stay tuned. We're gonna have the what is it? The kill things. The kill yeah, things. Exactly. I cannot wait to release our Britney Spears cover that we did. It's it's so exciting. Can I just tell you, like, he sent me the song, and then I was like, oh, th- <laughs> this is gonna be. Fun. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody and, ever sees and I was, it coming and I was in that playing, style. You well, know? I was playing. You know, I was playing the bass. You know, trying to come up with you know the, the baseline, the proper baseline for it. Whatever. And then my wife comes in and she's like, "Why are you playing a Britney Spears song?" And I'm like, "It's fine. Don't <laughs> ask questions. Don't ask questions. You don't want the answer to." <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Is there anything that we need to uh, tell people? Um, send us money. Oh Wash yes, please. Sponsors. We need some money. Sponsor, yeah. sponsor, sponsor. We have bracelets. So if you see us wandering around trying to trying to um, sell you a bracelet, it's not because we think they're worth five dollars. It's, it's because we need the money. We need it's the because money we need five dollars for yeah. the the podcast. Uh, the podcast costs us money. Um, uh, basically, everything about the podcast costs us money. All the forms that we send out for uh, um, for the artists to fill out and send in. There's a monthly charge for that. Um, the websites and stuff. There's monthly charges for that. Um, and studio when can we time. expect our check? The stu- oh, yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, we've got to pay the little things, 20000 bucks. At least, at least. Um, <laughs> yeah, so there's cost, There's a lot of costs related to the to the podcast. And on top of that, we do the um, the 561 Music Festival once right. a year, and that costs us an enormous amount of stupid money. And Ben <laughs> and I are always uh, coming out of pocket and doing our thing. So um, sponsors would be fantastic. You come out of your Let's pocket. Go, guys. Come on. And, sponsors uh, would be fantastic. Support the local music scene. We're not asking for much. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and uh, 
you know, by the same token, though, we've, if you've listened all the way to this point in it, we really appreciate you listening to it. You're doing your part supporting the local music scene literally just by watching it. So thank you for that as well. Yep. And, um, yeah, and thanks again for coming on. Thanks thank you. Yeah. And, uh, we'll come back anytime. Yeah, wicked. <laughs> well, yeah, brilliant. Um, I guess that's that, huh? That's that. All right. See you later, guys. Right. Peace out. Peace out. <laughs>